Blog Talk Radio. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Islam for Mankind. It's a pleasure being with you. This is Saad Slawi speaking to you live from the beautiful city of St. Petersburg. I'm the Imam of the Islamic Society, Pinellas County. And today is a special episode. Uh, I would like to talk about, of course, the current events and things that are going on in, uh, in the going on in the world right now, and pertaining. Uh, of course, as you know, our show is is about. Uh, religion and more specifically uh, the Islamic perspective of things where we try to bring you as much information uh, that is uh, instructive and beneficial for both Muslim and and non-Muslim alike. (coughs) As you know, it's a, uh, well, I should start by saying, إِنَّ الْحَمْدَ لِلَّهِ نَحْمَدُهُ وَنَسْتَعِينُهُ وَنَسْتَغْفِرُهُ ونعوذ بالله تبارك وتعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا بيده الله تعالى فلا مضل له وما يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد So again it's a tremendous pleasure and honor to be with you one more time and as you know it is a well-known phenomenon, uh, the fact that history repeats itself. And uh, this pattern was made so that the people would take notice. I mean, the pattern, this pattern of history repeating itself, well, uh, not the same events, not the same names, not the same dates, but uh, the same the, the events look very similar. General, gen, the general idea of the events looks very similar, if we, if we want to be more precise. And this was made by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that you and I will take notice, so that you and I will learn, so you, that you and I will uh, understand, so that the people would learn from the mistakes of the, the, uh, the people that came before, the people of the, of the past, and not fall in them. Uh, what is strange is the fact that history is for, full of lessons, but very few people seem to learn from them. Very few people seem to understand understand those lessons and learn from them. So a successful people are the ones that read their own history, understand it, benefit from the mistakes of the past in order to make their presence better. Make in order to make their present better, and uh, and in order to have a better hope for the future, makes sense, right? So uh, that's why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala spoke so much in His glorious book in the Quran about the stories of the nations of the past, their experiences, their mistakes, so that the Ummah of Muhammad, the nation of Muhammad, which are the Muslims. Uh, would not fall in the same mistakes, would not repeat the same mistakes, would not fall in the same error that the nations of the past fell into. Uh, So basically for us to benefit from their experiences, from their mistakes, uh, uh, so that we don't endure the same consequences. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, spoke about this in, in uh, Surah Yusuf alayhi salam. And as you know, the, the uh, story of Yusuf is a, uh, is a tremendous uh, story that everyone should benefit from. Uh, as Allah uh, mentioned it and said Ahsan al-Qasas uh, it is Ahsan al-Qasas it is uh, it is the best of stories uh, and subhanAllah once once you go through it you really see that clearly once you read it and the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put it so eloquently it becomes clear that, that it is these are the the best story. So Surah Yusuf. <coughs> um, what chapter is that in the Quran? Uh, seven or eight? Let me double check for you. So Surah Yusuf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim Laqad kana fi qasasihim ibratan لقد كان في قصصهم عبرة لأولي الألباب ما كان حديثا يفترى ولكن ولكن تصديق الذي بين يديه وتفصيل كل شيء وتفصيل كل شيء وهدى ورحمة لقوم يؤمنون. Please forgive me. I my throat is still not a hundred percent. I've been under the weather for almost three weeks. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin. So Yusuf, the surah number twelve, the ayah, the verses one eleven. Translation, there was certainly in their stories a lesson for those of understanding. Never was the Quran a narration invented. Meaning these are not the stories that were made up, but these are true events, the true facts that took place. So it was not, the Quran was never a uh, narration invented, but a confirmation of what was before it. And a detailed explanation of all things and guidance and mercy for the people who believe. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Yunus, and Yunus is also uh, one of the prophets and the messengers, and tremendous one. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about him, is Jonah uh, in the Bible. And the ayah is number 14. So Yunus 14. Lights, uh, look at that. And he talks about the stories of the people of the past. And as I told you, that it is a detailed explanation. It's a guidance, a mercy, you know, for, for 
the ones that hear this message and this speech, that in another surah, Surah Yunus, and Surah Yunus, by the way, is Surah number 10, and the ayah is 14, translation for what I recited, then we made you rulers in the land after them, them who? After the ones that, the people of the past that you were informed about, so we made you rulers in the land after them to see how you would do. Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, he gave you the information, he gave you the guidelines, he gave you the, the, what you should, he explained to you what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to stay away from, he gave you your do's and do nots, and then he said that we give you a chance, let's see, let's see how you're going to do when it's when it's your turn, uh, when your number is up, let's see how we're gonna, you're going to do. So, my dear listeners, uh, the reality of our ummah, the ummah of Muhammad today, is a real cause for reflection. He pushes one to ask himself, this is the ummah that, was, that is supposed to be, or this, that was sent as a mercy of mankind. These are not my words, these are the words of Allah. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ Allah said in Surah Al-Imran, you were the best of nations brought out to mankind. Why? Because in, you enjoyed and encouraged that which is good and you forbid that which is evil. And you believe in Allah. Very, very important three components. To have to believe, to have faith, to do the right thing yourself and to teach it to others. And to stay away from the wrong thing yourself and to teach that, to advise others to do the same. Very important components. This is why Allah says, Kuntum khayra ummati, you were the best of uh the nations brought to mankind is because you are mercy to, to mankind. So this is the ummah that's supposed to be a mercy to mankind. This is the the only ummah that holds the true monotheism today, the truth. And uh, maybe <clears throat> for the for our dear listeners that, that are not Muslims that are listening to my words, they might take offense to them. And if it's the, the case, I apologize. But listen, look up what, is it, what does it mean? What does monotheism mean? What does it mean to worship one God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, and do your research and find out which uh, group on the face of the earth today follows those guidelines? Do your own research. Okay. This is the ummah that received the, the last revelation to mankind, that, that was sent to mankind. The revelation that is uh, <coughs> still in the original language. Nothing was lost in translation. Nothing was altered or falsified or changed. There are not 300 million versions of it. There's only one. Whether you're here in the U.S., or you go to China, or you go to Russia, or you go to... Uh, choose any corner of the world that you want to go to. 
and look for a, a Quran, you will find the same. It's the same book. You will not even find one dot that is different. Okay? <clears throat> the same Quran unchanged, still being recited in the original language, memorized by millions of people, and understood fully by over 300 million people understand it. They read it and they understand they don't need a translation. Okay? So the question is, why are we struggling so much? Why are we having such a hard time? Why are we behind when it comes to the uh, the other nations? Let's say uh, behind when it comes to modernism and when it comes to advancements and so on and so forth. And why are the members of this ummah suffering so much? People in Syria, in Iraq, in Burma, yes, uh, bloodshed everywhere. Why? Why is that? So to answer the question, to answer these questions, let's look at history. That's why I mentioned history, and history repeats itself, and we have to look into history to kind of get a clear idea, to have a good idea about, uh, to, to benefit from the mistakes of the past, to make our presence better, and to have a better hope for the future, okay? <coughs> what I'm referring to in history, the exact uh, uh time frame and location and it's not very it's not very uh, uh, far away uh, uh, in, in history you know as a, as, a, as a time frame and it's not that far away geographically as well it's uh, we have, I want us to look at a the bitter ending of a golden era the loss of a good and fertile land where Islam has flourished in every aspect. A place where many scholars of Islam have come from. A place that our righteous ancestors uh, conquered with Islam and settled in with Iman, faith and righteousness. And their great-grandchildren lost that land eight centuries later because of their weak iman. Uh, so this is the, basically, uh, iman is a measure. Faith is a measure. So a true measure of success is how strong your faith is. Has been proven in history. Eight centuries later, because of their weak iman, because they went astray from the path of Allah, and because they followed their vain desires, what happened to them? They lost that great land. As you probably have guessed it, and anyone that knows history, especially the history of Islam, knows that I am. Uh, today I would like to talk about Al-Quds, the Holy Land. Uh, it is almost the second Andalusia. And I hope that you see the analogy between the two. It's important. And I talked about vain desire. These people followed their vain desire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he reprimanded one of his prophets 
Dawood, Prophet David, peace be upon him. Uh, and all of you know the story, but if you don't know it, I'll remind you that Dawood uh, was in his uh, private quarters, his private area, praying at night. And uh, all of a sudden, a man walked, uh, or two men walked in on him. Uh, of course, startled him because he's uh, not only a prophet, he's a king, and uh, security is tight. And then all of a sudden, these people appear out of nowhere. It would be very dif- dif- difficult for them to to uh, actually enter the palace, let alone uh, enter the private area of Dawood Salam. So, <clears throat> what happened? The Quran tells us. And this is Surah Saad, which is Surah number 38, and the ayah is 26. Okay? So, uh, Allah Ta'ala starts by saying, <laughs> إذ دخلوا على داود ففزع منهم قالوا لا تخف قسمان بغى على قسمان بغى بعضنا على بعض فحكم بيننا بالحق فحكم بيننا بالحق ولا تشطط واهدنا إلى سواء الصراط إن هذا أخي له تسع وتسعون نعجة ولي نعجة واحدة فقال أكفلنيها وعزني في الخطاب قال لقد ظلمك بسؤال نعجتك إلى نعاجه وإن كثيرا من الخلطاء ليبغي بعضهم على بعض ليبغي بعضهم على بعض إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وقليل ما هم وظن داود أنما فتنا فاستغفر ربه وخر راكعا وأناب فغفرنا له ذلك وإن له عندنا لزلفا وحسن مآب يا داود إن إنا جعلناك خليفة في الأرض فاحكم بين الناس بالحق ولا تتبع الهوى ولا تتبع الهوى فيضلك عن سبيل الله إن الذين يضلون عن سبيل الله لهم عذاب شديد لهم عذاب شديد بما نسوا يوم الحساب. Translation. Basically, Allah Ta'ala tells us 
uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, have you heard the news uh, of the, the two adversaries that climbed over the wall of Dawood's prayer chamber, his private area where he goes and prays. Okay? When, when they entered upon Dawood or David, he was alarmed by them. They said, fear not, we are two adversaries, one of whom has wronged the other. So judge between, between us with truth and do not exceed, exceed the limit and guide us to a sound path. Okay? So now they're about to tell him, what's the problem? Indeed, he said, one of them said, indeed, this is my brother. He has 99 uh, sheep or uh, female sheep. And I have only one. And he said, entrust it to me. Entrust that one to me as well. And he overpowered me with his speech. He was, you know, eloquent and forceful, hard in his speech. So Dawood said, salam, peace be upon him, he has certainly wronged you in demanding your, that one sheep that you have, in addition to his, and indeed many associates, oppress one another, except for those who believe and do righteous deeds, and few are they. And then Dawood, David, became certain that we had tried him. We had, we had tested him. Uh, and basically failed the test. And he asked forgiveness of his Lord. And he fell down bowing in prostration and turned in repentance to Allah. So you stop here for a second and say, okay, what is the mistake? It's not clear. What is the mistake? What is the, What did would do? Why did he ask forgiveness? Why did he fall, fall in prostration? Well, it's very simple because Dawood, David, peace be upon him, did not take the time to listen to both parties. He learned, he listened to the first one and he made his judgment. And that's a big mistake. Okay? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to say, so we forgave him that, that deed, that mistake, and indeed for, he, for him, he, uh, uh, he, for him is nearness to us and a good place of return. Meaning that that would, in spite of that mistake, doesn't matter. He is a prophet and he's in a good position with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty is talking. Oh, Dawood, oh, David, indeed, we have made you a successor upon the earth. We made you a, a ruler. So judge between the people in truth and do not follow your own desire or your vain desire, as it will lead you astray from the way of Allah. Indeed, those who go astray from the way of Allah will have a severe punishment as they have forgotten the day of reckoning. So basically, I just told you this story here, just to show you the danger of following your desire instead of following the revelation and following the scriptures. Uh, and this is what the majority on the face of the earth, this is what they're doing. They're following their <coughs> they desire. Let me translate. I, I took a long time. Let me translate for our dear listeners that speak Spanish. 
and I come right back, inshallah. That would be a brief translation. Queridos oyentes, es un placer estar con ustedes otra vez. Uh, hoy voy a hablar de, de, uh, de un fenómeno que es bien conocido. El hecho que la historia se repite. Y este patrón se hizo para que la gente lo, lo, not, lo notara, para que las personas uh, aprendieran de los errores de, de del pasado, que no cayeran en ellos. Pero lo que es extraño, lo que es extraño es el hecho que la historia está llena de, de uh, está llena de, de esto, uh, la historia está llena de este, este patrón del cual estoy hablando, de, de uh, el hecho que de uh, que la, la, las uh, los eventos se repiten a veces pero la gente no se dan cuenta de eso la gente no se dan cuenta de el hecho que uh, que la historia se repite o bien los que se dan cuenta no hacen nada para aprender para beneficiar de, de esto, de este uh, aprendimiento, de esta información. Y eso es lo que es bien extraño, uh, que uh, algo bien extraño que la gente está haciendo ahora. Pero hay muy pocas, muy pocas personas que aprenden de, de, de la historia. Así que, uh, que la, la gente exitosa es la que lee su propia historia y entiende, se beneficia de los errores del pasado para mejorar su presente y tener una mejor esperanza para el futuro. Es por eso que Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala habló mucho en su libro, en su glorioso libro, sobre la historia de las naciones del pasado, sus ex experiencias, sus errores, de, de modo de que, que la umma, que la nación de, del profeta Muhammad, que la paz de Dios sea con él, no caiga en los mismos errores y sufre las mismas consecuencias. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nos dijo en el Corán, ciertamente en sus historias había una, una lección para los entendidos. Nunca fue el Corán una narración inventada, sino una confirmación de lo que estaba delante de ella y una explicación detallada de todo lo, todas las cosas y guía y misericordia, misericordia para, una persona, para las personas que, que creen. Allah también dijo en la, la primera que mencionando que es, es en la, la sura Yusuf y el ayah 111 esta es Yunus, el Aya 14. Dijo Allah, luego los hicimos gobernantes en la tierra después de ellos para ver cómo harían, cómo se van a comportar, sí, cómo, se, cómo se van a comportar, cómo se van, van a actuar, lo que van a hacer. Uh, queridos oyentes, la realidad de la umma hoy, de nuestra umma, de la umma de Muhammad, que la paz de Dios sea con él, 
es una verdadera causa de reflexión. La, lo empuja a uno a preguntarse uh, a sí mismo uh, y si y, eh, eh, eso es normal hacer estas preguntas. Esta es debería ser la UMA que fue enviada para como misericordia, misericordia para la humanidad. Esa es la única UMA que contiene la el monoteísmo, la verdad. Esta es la UMA que recibió la última revelación enviada a la humanidad. Entonces, ¿por qué está luchando tanto? ¿Por qué está teniendo un momento difícil? ¿Por qué está detrás de todas las otras naciones? ¿Y por qué es que sufriendo tanto? Para responder a estas preguntas tenemos que a regresar a la historia y mirar lo que, que pasó en la historia. No tenemos que ir muy lejos, solo tenemos que mirar hacia un, un, un uh, amargo final de una era dorada de una, uh, y la pérdida, una pérdida de, de, de una tierra buena y fértil donde el Islam flores, ha florecido y cada, uh, en, en cada aspecto un, un lugar de Uh, de, uh, del cual han venido muchos eruditos, eruditos de, del Islam, un lugar que nuestros antepasados justos conquistaron con el Islam y se, se establecieron, establecieron allá con el Iban, la, la fe y justicia, y sus <coughs> descendientes los, perdien, los perdieron ocho siglos después debido a su a su a, a imán su fe tan débil porque uh, se extra, se extraviaron del camino de Allah y seguí, y seguí, seguí, siguieron a sus vanos deseos como ustedes uh, habrán uh, adivinados Uh, nuestra nuestra charla hoy se trata de del de Quds de la tierra uh, santa ca casi la segunda Andalucía so before I translate I said you might have guessed it uh, our talk today is about Al Quds it is uh, as it is almost a second and Andalusia uh, this is a special land in every way this is the land of the prophets and the messengers it is the land of the ascension. It is the land of the resurrection, the land where Isa, Jesus, the son of Mary, peace be upon him, will come back to save humanity from Dajjal, the Antichrist, the land where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, put his barakah, his blessing. And he said that in Surah Al-Isra. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحان الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله نريه من آياتنا إنه هو السميع البصير
Translation, exalted is he, the one who took his servant by night from Al-Masjid Al-Haram, which is in Mecca, to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, which is in Palestine, whose surroundings we have blessed. So Allah blessed that land and blessed its surroundings. To show him our signs, indeed he is the all-hearing and all-seeing. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ سُورَةُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ وَنَجَّيْنَا لُوطًا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا لِلْعَالَمِينَ And we have saved Lut to, or Lot, to the land, uh, delivered him to the land which we have blessed for the world. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَأَوْرَثْنَا الْقَوْمَ الَّذِينَ كَانُوا يُسْتَضْعَفُونَ مَشَارِقَ الْأَرْضِ وَمَغَارِبَهَا الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا Allah also said, we caused the people who had been oppressed to inherit the eastern region of the land and the western ones, which we had blessed. Subhanallah. So, uh, obviously, this is a tremendous land. Allah speaks about it in the Quran a lot. Uh, and also in the story of Sulaiman, Qisat Sulaiman, alayhi salam, يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى وَلِسُلَيْمَانَ الرِّيحَ عَرْطِفَةً تَجْرِي بِأَمْرِهِ إِلَى الْأَرْضِ الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا Surah Al-Anbiya, ayah number 81. Allah Ta'ala said, talking about the story of Sulaiman, Solomon, peace be upon him, and to Sulaiman, to Solomon, we subjected the wind, blowing forcefully, proceeding by his command towards the land which we had blessed, and we are ever, of all things, knowing. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ عَلَى لِسَانِ مُوسَى يا قوم ادخلوا الأرض المقدسة التي كتب الله لكم ولا ترتدوا على أدباركم فتنقلبوا خاسرين. موسى O my people enter the holy land which Allah has assigned to you and do not turn back from fighting for the cause of Allah and thus become losers. سبحان الله وعند حديث القرآن عن رغد العيش يعني لأهل سبأ الله تعالى talking about the people of Saba or Sheba that were in Yemen الله تعالى says وجعلنا بينهم وبين القرى التي باركنا فيها فيها وَجَعَلْنَا بَيْنَهُمْ وَبَيْنَ الْقُرَى الَّتِي بَارَكْنَا فِيهَا قُرًا ظَاهِرًا وَهِيَ قُرَى بَيْتِ الْمَقْدِسِ كما قال أهل العلم قال ابن عباس رضي الله عنهم الله تعالى spoke about the time of plenty that the people of Saba or Sheba lived in which is in Yemen and Allah تعالى said and we placed between them and the cities which we had blessed, many visible cities. And these cities that Allah has blessed 
as the uh, opinion of Ibn Abbas and many scholars of Tafsir, these cities or villages are the cities and the villages surrounding uh, the Holy Land. So, a special place indeed. Esta tierra de la cual vamos a hablar hoy es algo bien especial uh, en todos los sentidos. Es la tierra de los profetas y mensajeros, la tierra de ascensión, la tierra de resur resurrección, la tierra donde Jesús, que la paz de Dios sea con él, regresará para salvar la humanidad del Dajjal, del anticristo. Por eso, ¿y cuando lo, lo va a hacer? Entonces le vamos a dar el nombre del Salvador. Por eso lo, llamar, lo llamaron el Salvador, porque él va a salvar la humanidad de, del anticristo. Es una tierra en, en el, en donde Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puso, puso su baraka, su bendición. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hablando de esta tierra en el Corán, en la sura de, de Isra, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala es el ayah número, número uno. Allah dice, exaltado es él que llevó a su siervo, que su siervo es Muhammad, que la paz de Dios sea con él, que llevó a su siervo de noche desde el Masjid al-Haram, que es en la Mecca, al Masjid al-Aqsa, que es en Palestina, cuyo hemos ben, 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 bendecido para mostrarle nuestros signos. De hecho, él es el, el, el que lo ve a todo y lo oye a todo, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Y Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala también dijo, y hemos entregado a Lut de la tierra, Uh, cual hemos bendecido por los mundos y también dijo en Surat el Anbiya los profetas 81 y causamos que las personas que habían sido oprimidas heredasen las regiones orientales de la tierra y las occidentales que habíamos bendecido Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala también dijo esa es el, el Araf 137. El Anbiya dice Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala el capítulo de los profetas 81 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, dijo uh, eso hablando de, de la, su profeta Suleiman Solomon y a Suleiman sometimos al viento soplando con fuerza procediendo por su mandato hacia la tierra que habíamos bendecido subhanallah y también hablando de, de Musa Moisés que estaba que estaba uh, que estaba animando a su gente a su pueblo para que entren al, a, a la a la tierra, a tierra sagrada, a tierra santa, y les dijo, les dijo uh, mi pueblo, 
entra a la Tierra Santa, que Allah les le ha asignado, y no, 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 no se vuelvan de luchar en la causa de Allah, y por lo tanto se vuelvan perdedores. Y también dijo Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, y cuando Allah habló sobre, uh, y habló del de, 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 tiempo de abundancia que la gente de Isaba, que es en Yemen, tuvieron, vivió uh, en, en, en abundancia, pero no, no creyeron en Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tenían problemas de fe y no le agradecieron a Allah, entonces le quitó lo que tenían, pero dijo, y colocamos entre ellos y las ciudades que habíamos bendecido, muchas ciudades visibles. Entonces, y las ciudades que habíamos bendecido, está hablando de la tierra sagrada. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about a group of people that prevent and make it difficult or make it dif uh, impossible for uh, people to go into a masjid, a mosque, to pray. And he said in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, Ayah 114, Translation was and who are more unjust than those who than those who pre prevent the name of Allah from being mentioned in his mosque and strive towards their destruction? It is not for them to enter them except in fear. For them in this world is a disgrace, and they will have in the hereafter a great punishment. And the scholars of the fear, they say that that mosque in question is Al-Aqsa Mosque. The, uh, the main mosque in Palestine, Masjid al-Aqsa. Also mentioned in Surah al-Isra, ayah number seven, Allah Ta'ala says, فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعْدُ الْآخِرَةِ لِيَسُوءُ جُوْهَكُمْ وَلِيَدْخُلُوا الْمَسْجِدَ كَمَا دَخَلُوهُ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةِ Allah Ta'ala said, when the final promise comes, this is when, at the end of, the end of days, and we, we sent your enemies to fatten your faces, to enter the masjid as they entered it the first time, and to, uh, to destroy what they had taken over with total destruction. And the masjid that is mentioned here, again, according to the scholars, is Al-Aqsa Masjid. <coughs> so, I just want to show you how many times and how many places uh, the, this, this tremendous place was mentioned in the Qur'an. So, obviously, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, will not mention a land or a place that many times in his glorious book if this place was not special, if this place was not important. As a matter of fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore an oath by this land 
and the Almighty only swears by, by that which is lofty, not Allah Ta'ala. By the fig and the olive, and by the Mount Sinai, and by the, this secure city. So the fig and the olive is the Holy Land in Palestine. And that's where you'll find, you know, uh, people grow the best olives and the best figs. And by Mount Sinai, all of you know what my, which, where it is in Egypt. And by this secure city, which is Mecca. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore an oath by these three sacred sites. Of course, uh, you might be surprised, I mean, if you're not Muslim, that uh, Mount Sinai is, a, is a, a sacred location for Muslims as well. Because that's where Prophet Musa, Moses, received the revelation from Allah. That's where Allah spoke to him for the first time. It, of course, it is a special uh, place for us because we consider Musa, Moses, as one of the prophets, one of our prophets. Uh, and as you know, to be a Muslim, you have to believe in all the prophets and the messengers that the Almighty sent, whether it is Noah or Abraham or Moses or Jesus or uh, David or Solomon or Joshua or Jonah, all of them. We consider, them, we consider them as our prophets, and we, you would not be a Muslim if you don't believe uh, in all of them. So, Allah swore an oath by these three sacred sites, and it started with the Holy, La- the Holy Land, that is, that is symbolized by the fig and the olive. This great land is, and great messages were also mentioned a lot in the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in many ahadith as it was the second site built on the face of the earth for the worship of the Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And I will mention those hadith to you uh, as soon as I translate, inshallah ta'ala. And subhanAllah, look at the time. We already are at 50 minutes. Time flies when you're enjoying yourself, subhanAllah. So, Para nuestros amigos que hablan español, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dijo en Surat al-Baqarah ¿Y quiénes son más injustos que los que impiden que se mencione el nombre de Allah en sus mezquitas y luchan por su destrucción? No les le corresponde a ellos entrar sino por miedo para ellos uh, en este mundo es una desgracia y tendrán uh, en el más allá un gran castigo. Y los uh, eruditos de, del Islam, de Tafsir, dicen que esta mezquita en cuestión, en cuestión es la mezquita del Aqsa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala también dijo uh, en... Uh, <coughs> en la sora que se llama Lisra eh, hay el número 7 dijo entonces cuando llegó la promesa final envi- enviamos a, a tus, tus enemigos para entre entristecer a tus rostros y ingresar a, a la mezquita tal como entraron la primera vez. Y esta es la mezquita que 
fue mencionada aquí. Uh, esa es, es la opinión de la opinión de, de los eruditos de, de Tafsir, que es la mezquita de, de, del Aqsa. Uh, también uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, el Todopoderoso, hizo un, uh, un juramento uh, al respecto de, de, de lugares sagrados y dijo por, por la higuera y lo, el olivo y por el, el, el monte Sinai y por esta ciudad segura. Entonces, uh, y Allah hizo un juramento por tres sitios bien sagrados y comenzó con la Tierra Santa que está simbolizada por el higo y el olivo. Y, bueno, algunos de, de ustedes podrían estar sorprendidos porque uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala en el Corán uh, haría un juramento, un juramento por por uh, el monte Sinai y uh, si ustedes no saben la, el monte Sinai es un lugar sagrado para los, musul los musulmanes también porque ese es el lugar en donde Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala habló con Moisés por la primera vez y le dio la revelación por la, pr la primera vez entonces en Moisés Uh, para nosotros es, es uh, uno de nuestros profetas y mensajeros. Uno no, no, no podría ser un musulmán si no cree en uh, Noé y Abraham y Moisés y Jesús y David y Solomón. Todos esos son, son nuestros profetas que respetamos y que amamos. Y uh, por eso es la, el, el monte Sinai es al, un, un lugar bien especial para nosotros. Uh, so as I was saying, the, this great area, great land, was mentioned in uh, the traditions and the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This uh, hadith was, that was collected by Bukhari on the authority of Abu Dhar. Allah said, uh, Abu Dhar actually, uh, sorry, Abu Dhar. Said, said to the Prophet, he's asking the Prophet, he said, Oh Allah's Messenger, uh, which mosque was first built on the surface of the earth? He said, Al-Masjid al-Haram, the sacred mosque in Mecca. I said, which one was built next? He replied, the mosque of Al-Aqsa in Jerusalem. And I said, what was the period of construction between the two of them? Or what was the time between the construction of the two, he said 40 years. He added, wherever you may be, and uh, the prayer time comes, uh, becomes due, perform the prayer there, for the best thing is to do so. SubhanAllah. So it's a, it is important to pray, uh, to pray on time. But those are the best uh, places to, for a believer to pray. <coughs> Also, the uh, Aqsa Masjid is one of the places that uh, the actual mosque is one of the places that the Dajjal, the Antichrist, cannot enter. It was collected by Ahmed, Imam Ahmed on the authority, the authority of Junaza, uh, Abu Umayyah. He said that we went to see one of the Ansar, 
And he said, the messenger of Allah stood up and said, I warn you about the false Messiah. When he's talking about the Antichrist, the Bajet. And he said, I will, he will be on the earth for 40 days. The, his power will increase tremendously, but he will not be able to enter four holy sites. The Kaaba, which is in Mecca, the Masjid of the Messenger, which is in Medina, and the Aqsa, which is in Jerusalem, and Mount Sinai. Four holy sites that our Prophet spoke about and said that the Antichrist will not be able to enter those places. And according to other ahadith, there will be angels, malaika, uh, trying to pre- or preventing him from from doing so. Uh, I will pick up, inshallah ta'ala, from these two ahadith. Voy a traducir estos dos ahadith del profeta la semana que viene porque me estoy me me estoy dando cuenta que ahora me queda no me queda mucho tiempo pero lo, le, lo que le puedo decir uh, 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 es que uh, este es un lugar bien especial para uh, para los musulmanes también this is a special place uh, in the heart of all the muslims and uh, all uh, throughout history and across the world uh, and inshallah ta'ala I will continue uh, speaking about it uh, in the next uh, week or so or I will speak about it inshallah next Thursday I will continue uh, to give you an idea about how special this place is for the Muslims and why we love it so much and that uh, I will talk also about history uh, repeating itself if we follow the current events we see that history repeats itself so we have to learn from from history and not follow the same mistakes. Uh, also, this is a call for uh, our brothers and sisters everywhere to remain patient and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan and he's the best of planners. Uh, the best thing we can do is to work on ourselves, work on our iman, work on our faith, work on our religion, Work on our closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and leave leave the major things uh, uh, to be done and, and to be fixed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as nothing nothing happens that, that is outside his decree. Only the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes place. Something that Allah ta'ala did not decree would never happen. So uh, and with that we should we should uh, uh, sleep easy, as they as they say, uh, inshallah ta'ala. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> allow us and give us the opportunity to always repent to him and to always go back to him uh, and to uh, stay away from sins and transgressions and make ourselves, ourselves better people and better Muslims, as well as our kids, inshallah ta'ala. And may he make our conditions and our situations better than what they are right now inshallah ta'ala aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin